2: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: welcome to a very exciting happy energetic ck podcast last post game show here on the basketball zone cowbell kingdom youtube channel i'm your host leo biz and today we got two of my favorites vince miracle and javi zaragoza breaking down the game Again, Kings win 124, 121. They gave up an 18-point lead. So if you bet the Blazers plus 14 and a half, you money. But if you bet the Kings plus seven, and you also made money, uh, we'll we'll get into some bets. First and foremost, Vince, what was your quick biggest takeaway?
0: Quick biggest takeaway. Kings are one 0 Now we gotta stack them, right? Now we gotta stack the days. <laughs> stack the days. Everyone wants to talk about it. You know what, after a game like this, I believe it. It was good to see the team play with that type of energy. Defense was definitely a, a, a factor that they wanted to show in this game. Something that they know they could bring. They didn't bring it for the full 48, but when we did see it, uh, it was nice to see. And everyone played their role, including one guy that I know we're gonna talk about a lot more, but it was nice seeing Buddy Roll, uh, Buddy Heald play great in the role that he was in, so I, I like that.
1: Javi, what you got for me? Uh, Quote, a rapper that I've
2: uh, been by listening to for the last eight years, Peace Nipsey Hustle. the marathon continues, like, you know, great win, but we got 80 more, 81 more left. And with the 81 left remaining <laughs> in the 82 games scheduled. like, I'm not happy and content with game one in regards to having a victory and trying to get in this postseason to get to the tournament. Like, um, but make sure Kings fans know that, you know, they never know what he's doing. Like, I'm not saying we're going to win the championship next year, we might not make a plus year. I'm saying the marathon continues. We got 81 left, 81 game season, and try to get a tournament. But no matter what, we went up to Portland. You know, sip Northwest. We got the dub. Like, I don't want no shade thrown at nobody. Like, we were what you said, 17 was the was the pick 'em over under for the the bet line. Like, regardless of that, something rational or not, we beat the Blazers at their crib with CJ and
1: Ben. I love it. But hey, you know it's our top of day. If Javi is smiling, he's out here spitting bars and stuff. We gotta love it. Get your hat, man. Sacramento Proud, newest CK edition hat. I haven't made the order yet, but once I do, all you guys in the in the in the DMs or in the comments that dropped love for the hat. Uh it's coming soon, man. So save up your money thirty dollars. Uh might do some shipping, might not. It just depends. But I'm going to come out straight up, Vince uh, and Javi. The biggest takeaway for me was obviously not playing Marvin Bagley. This may come across as a, as a, as a hating comment, but I was on a show earlier. I was a guest on a great show with my boy Steve, and I haven't addressed it yet, but the whole his agent, Mr. Jeff Schwartz, I believe, coming out and ridiculing the organization for messing up Marvin Bagley, I thought it was a complete joke and it was so inaccurate, I just had to laugh, and I had to wait, control myself, and kind of expose a lot of the fallacies that he said in that uh, long Twitter, I, I think it was Twitter comment, but first and foremost, the Kings have given every opportunity to Mr. Marvin Bagley to succeed or to fail, and unfortunately, as we all know, He has failed miserably, and he hasn't lived up to those expectations of being the number two pick. But that's far beyond what I'm talking about. My thing is, I also saw on opening night that Bielita was a quitter. And I'm not going to name names, but uh, that is far from the truth as well. Because I know Bielita personally, and I know he didn't quit. What happened there was, and I've said this on multiple shows for multiple years, when your agenda as an organization is to play Marvin Bagley, the number two pick, no matter what, if he deserves it or not, that's going to rub off some guys. Same with co-workers. If the boss is playing favoritism towards a certain individual, you probably won't take it that well. And that is what happened with Bialita. He was tired of it. He understood that when he was on the floor, he made other guys better in terms of creating that, um, that gravity for guys like De'Aaron Fox, who, again, wasn't as mature as he is today. But he still made life easier. Not like Bagley, where he would be a black hole. You have him the ball. You knew what was gonna happen. He wasn't gonna pass the ball because he acted like Zebo. But again, this whole idea that the Kings messed up this great talent, it's just a fallacy, man. And it's unfortunate. But the biggest thing, and and the biggest thing is that. It shows me that Luke Walton wants to win. And I've been saying this, play your best players, no matter if he is a number two pick or the number 60 pick. And today we saw that Luke is in command and that he wants to continue to be a head coach. And this is the first positive thing I've said in, in, in a long time about Luke Walton, man. And I love it. Go ahead, Vince.
0: I mean, I'm not going to touch on anything with the and stuff because I- Bealitz just filled the role that needed to be had there. So there's right. no really like making anyone better during that team when he was here. It was just more of he, well, he created he more to space. Bail us out. He had to, he he was he was a four spacer. He bailed out the Kings way too often. He was too good to be on that team. He was too good of a role player for a team that wasn't ready to push for really anything in that moment. So that that's what happened with Bagley. Or for Bealitz with Bagley yeah, man. I mean, it was it was one of those things where I, I was surprised that you saw a certain people say this is another Kangs thing heading into the season when, to me, th- it just showed that Bagley didn't improve. And like you said, Walton wants to win. It, it, it seems pretty known. And we we talked about it when we did the 10 questions video. If Bagley would even be in the rotation and would you even really start him? And we said to come off the bench, or and it, we didn't really like that. Look, Tristan Thompson showed why he's here. Right. He said hard screens tonight, and on top of that, he was crashing the boards even when Nurkic was kind of playing like a bowling ball out there and just jumping into people to see if they would fall down. Like they needed those big bodies, and I'm not sure Bagley was ready for something like that. We didn't see the improvement from Bagley, mm-hmm. so for him to have his agent come out, or his agent coming out to say that, and what was actually a press release, they did that and right. they posted it to Twitter which is crazier to me. And the thing that sucks most is every time Bagley hasn't got what he's wanted, it came down to going public with it, whether it was from his dad complaining about his minutes, whether it's about him talking about, I just want my shot, now it's his agent. So it's starting to become a thing like you're known as a person that feels a little bit entitled. And that's going to be something that follows you for a while when you could have been someone that just kept working hard to prove like, no, this guy shouldn't be playing over me. Instead of thinking because I'm the number two pick, I deserve those minutes. Because this is a team that's now feeling ready and capable of making the playoffs, especially this season when the West seems more wide open than everybody else thinks.
2: Go ahead, Javi. Uh, first thing I just got to correct you: Be Lisa being, you know, a rotational player that you know wasn't, you know, rather was too good for us. That's highly incorrect. I mean, he's getting paid a good salary, twenty one over three. You know they had a good plan in place. They just made the wrong pick in 2018. They had him pair with, you know, De'Aaron and uh the likes of Buddy Heel, you know, Bogdanovich, Luka. The team
0: wasn't good. The team still, so still learning. You
2: know, the team wasn't bad though. They didn't play good defense. The team wasn't bad though. Like Vialita was getting paid to do a job and he did it. He touched the field, touched the floor rather. He shot well from the perimeter. You know he he made everybody else around him offensively better in regards to giving everybody else space. Off defensively he was horrible. I mean he's horrible. That's not a you know, uh, a myth that no one know, doesn't know, but to say he's a quitter, yeah, that's incorrect as well. He's doing what he's doing in regards to what he did for Sacramento Golden State, but it wasn't too good for us. He just, they made the wrong pick. Now they're, now they're three, four years. Now there's things that have resulted from that and put the position where they're at now with the Tyrese and the Davions of the world of why they didn't make the right choice then. They got them good draft capital later to get two other guards, but that's why I had to make sure quick on that. And then, you know, the the Marvin Bagley. Thing. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I've, I've been not so much a Bagley advocate, but I've definitely been like, hey, give him a chance. Now it's just like you're you're doing things that are unnecessary. And whether it's you, your agent, your father, it's like whether you're starting or not, you you're telling me you can't come play off like the bench and be the sixth man. You, you're too good for that. Like, what have you done in the league? I'm not saying you're not proven in any aspect or respect, but it's like don't tell me you're not good enough or you're good enough, rather, or, you know, you're too good to not come off the bench because you haven't got through a whole NBA season yet. And you never got to an all-star game. The Kings haven't got to the playoffs with you and more or less Mo Harkless is just a proven vet. That's had success in the league as a winner. And you're telling me you can't be the backup to him as a power forward spelling him for 15, 20 minutes. Like you're going in a contract year. Like I think his dad and his agent have cost him tens of millions of dollars because regardless of his play and his production, it's the headache. It's going to go like, so what, if we don't give Marvin his way when he's 25 years old, we're going to get a press release from his agent saying demand him to be sent to, you know, the Oklahoma Thunder. You know, it's just like we're not in high school no more where you can transfer high school three times. You're not in college where you can just go through transfer. You're getting paid to do a job. And like, I'm not saying I'm off the baggy bandwagon, but it is sad to see him not play. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely dive into Simmons I'm sure later, but this is the perfect time to strike for Sacramento because, his value's not getting worse. Simmons' value is getting worse. And Buddy looks like he's playing exactly what the Sixers need to play. But we'll get into that later on. show. But I'm saying Marvin Bagley today or yesterday when the press release was, you know, put on Twitter and, and published. It's like, Schwartz, what are you doing, man? You look like a real bozo. Like, you're making Marvin feel not just uncomfortable on the bench. <laughs> now people are looking like, man, are you here for us? Or are you here for your own agenda? Because, like, if you ain't trying to help us get to the championship and get us to playoffs and get back to the
0: tournament, like, y'all, you all can cut, right. dude. Like,
2: Good. Like, you literally love it. You, but what do you really bring to the team now? Like it's, much, it's it seems like about
0: not about us. He literally made his player a distraction. The first question Luke had to answer today, right, during yeah. workouts, was what your before the game. Before what are your thoughts on anything? The very first question was, what are your thoughts yeah. on the Marvin Bagley situation? And he had to say, not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this game, and which is that sucks that you have to even think about, like yep. talk about it. Earn your minutes. He did, and the crazy thing about it is in that, and I could have read it wrong, and because I, I I've only read it like two two three four hundred times, but I could have read it wrong. It, I'm pretty sure it just said he's out of the rotation for opening night. Yeah. He could find his time. In, there's going to be certain matches where he's going to be in there. Right. This this is one game. This 82 game season. Injuries happen. Like. And Luke said that today. Pump. When your number is called, stay ready.
1: 100 and and again when you're out as as much as marvin has been technically speaking or theoretically speaking you should be in the film room learning players tendencies not coming back being sped up like the game hasn't slowed down for marvin bagley now now i want to ask you vince and javi what has he improved on since his days at duke like honestly what has he gotten better at that you're like oh my god you know what i'm saying like I am so proud that he's made this improvement. What? Like, that's my point. Tyrese came into the league understanding players' tendencies. Even today, even though he didn't have a great box score game and people are going to shit on him on Facebook, which I already have seen. Oh, look at If, if, you know, if Buddy had this game, y'all be uh, talking about Buddy. It's not even about that. It's the little things that he does, like passing the ball, getting his teammates involved. And then... Getting, in, getting back into plays, knowing where guys are going to be, anticipating plays, that's called being a student of the game. Something that Marvin Bagley, unfortunately, for whatever reason, he is not.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I think the only thing I could say he got actually better at is being able to push someone back when they're backing him down. <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, he doesn't get he doesn't get bullied anymore from the first time we saw him out there. It used I mean, to be he like still he didn't gets pushed to,
1: around by guards, like in, even in preseason. But
0: you're talking about when he's right. posting, so I'm talking when someone's posting up on him. But yeah, when he's posting up on somebody, I think the reason why he lets guards push him back is because he wants to shoot more than he wants to drive. So that's that's why I think he allows to get pushed by the smaller guards, and because he wants to do that fadeaway that he loves to do. But yeah, I, I can't tell you what he's really improved on because, like you said, he's missed so many games and. For him, I think another thing that, that puts a wrinkle into it for him or like a little little thing that just hits him is everyone in his draft class is starting to get paid. And he's not. And a guy like Landry Shamit over here is getting an extension as well. And hey, Landry
1: Shamit is good, though. <laughs> uh. no, I, I,
0: I'm not saying that he's not. I'm just saying like yeah. what, you're seeing all these other guys getting paid and you're the number two pick. Look, sorry, bud. You haven't done nothing. And, and you could say you can blame it on the coaches – for having so many, since you started the league, you can blame it on the injuries. But when it's all said and done, right. it's you out there on the court, and you got to produce when you get those minutes, and he just hasn't done it.
1: Javi, what were your thoughts on Buddy Hill's overall game tonight? Uh, highly productive. But one point I want to make about
2: Marvin Bagley before we get into the Buddy Hill aspect, um, about Marvin Bagley got better for and different. It's like what Vince has said. The equity of his availability in his games played is the issue. And, like, people just need to recognize that his agent, his father, what's pointing point himself? Like, Marvin, understand, like, you're not going to listen to this, but if for some reason you listen to it three weeks from now, and he's happening in his league. And what he said about Shama getting paid, like, you got to realize you have to produce consistently and show the best ability is availability. Like, and you're mad about not starting an open night or being in rotation, whatever, like it's one get, the marathon is going to continue 81 more times before the tournament. And what's uh, more than unsettling is that there's two things is that to say Marvin Bagley hasn't got better, w- which, you know, might be true. Might, might not be in the day. I understand, but it's, you're not so much a guy who's had a lot of coaches. Cause I don't think he has, I think you might've misspoke Vince, but I think you are a coach killer and you got a GM fired. Like, and that's just facts. Like, your lack of uh, growth and your ineptitude on the court, like got Vlade like, fired and your low, your lack of playing and, and, and uh, you know, cohesion and way to produce ultimately got Dave Yeager fired. Because if you would have just, if they would have got along better, more or less, and he would have shown production, not so much gripe right towards the way he got coached by Yeager, Yeager probably would still have been here. But again, they're not going to give up on the second overall pick compared to a 49 year old coach. Who's, you know, been a, you know, coached in the NBA for, what, 10 years or less, maybe second, third franchise, regardless of number one championship. But that's just – that's like, hey, like, hey, don't forget he got d fired, a beloved King. Yeah, ground him to almost 40 wins. He got fired the day after the season because the tumultuous relationship between him and Morgan and his father. But on top of all of that, Kings fans got to be not highly impressed, but at least – at least happy that his – at least his value right now is not going down because he's not playing. And I'm not saying he's going to go down when he's not playing <laughs> – until <laughs> you, still, you still have to go on the court and show like, have you got better? Like, hey, it's just a big question mark. So someone's like, hey, do we want to roll the? We the to roll the dice and go ahead and acquire him with the buddy? Yeah, that that's what was for a player. So it's not like a lose lose because the Kings acquired Tristan Thompson, Alex Lynn. They have the before They re-signed Rashawn Holmes. They still have Damian Jones. The they have Metu. So they're not hamster anymore in the paint in the interior anymore. Now going to the Buddy situation. This is the, this is the problem. The problem with uh, it's probably strong word for Buddy. Solid game, right? But this is where, like, you know, when, when, when you get, uh, you know, as they say in stocks, when it's when, when time to cash out, it's time to cash out. Because when Buddy's putting up 17 and 31 minutes with six assists and two rebounds, it's like, all right. Or excuse me, six rebounds and two assists. You're like, all right, Philadelphia, how you feeling tonight? Are we going to make this happen
0: or what? <laughs> because
2: I don't want Buddy to go one for eight on Friday. And they're like, oh, yeah, on second thought. We're just going to hold tight because they need a shooter. They need some development. They need some picks. And it's like, I love Buddy, but we're not going to give him a second contract or a third contract or maybe he's not going to start for us. And most importantly, what is <laughs> he do in the long term for us? And I love him. Buddy bucket is, is a guy
0: that's not accurate though
1: that's, that's not accurate because they know who buddy is regardless of him having a one for 17 game on Friday or whatever six for seven six for ten today like they you know what you're gonna get with buddy healed
2: I understand that well, I'm not saying about the production or his uh you know curse to, to shoot I'm saying people are prisoners of the moment I'm not saying that it, the inept and not the know, good GM way of, of viewing him <laughs> as a player lot might have <laughs> Yeah, okay. The the, the money that they they gave to him and unraveled to him, bring the Brinks truck to Sacramento might have been, but I'm saying the ineptitude and incompetency of another GM saying, oh, well, he had a bad game. I don't want to know more. I'm just saying strike while it's hot because, granted, I'm not saying, buddy, who's going to play bad, better, or indifferent. I'm not going to say it's going to continue for the better, for worse, whatever it may be. What I'm saying is, while he's this way and while you have that distraction in the East Coast, on the East Coast in Philadelphia, like, hey, this is the time. And if you guys feel different, for sure. But I feel like, to, hey, Morris not playing. He's due for an extension. He's trying to show he can play. Spell and beat. Buddy's playing well. Time to make the call. And if you all feel different, let me know why. Fans alike, I mean, listening right now.
0: I mean, I, I think Buddy Hill is exactly the player everyone wants him to be when he plays like this. I mean, this is exactly what you need. I, I don't need him to be a starter. For the money that he's getting paid, he doesn't necessarily need to be the starter. Look at a guy like Joe Harris, uh, even a Davis Bertans. Like These guys are getting paid because shooting is such a Premium. high commodity in this league, right? Like You need to have that. And the things that Buddy did in this game and why I couldn't stop tweeting about him during the game is... And they even talked about it. The fact that he's running back down the court after a made basket to go play defense. The fact that he's actually like initiating the offense after a rebound and then pushing the ball up the court instead of trying to hold it and then ask for a screen. He's moving the ball around. He was moving without the basketball hustling a lot. The big thing was he was, he seemed committed into what was happening. And, and I mean, we all remember what he was doing not that long ago. He was kind of having that Bagley situation where he was complaining about minutes and roll. And that's kind of why the buddy trade train started coming around Sacramento. Right. But you know, he, he said it right before the season started. I'm going to be the best in my role. I'm going to be the greatest I can be in my role. And if this is his role, and if he can just grab five rebounds, two assists, 15 points, and shooting the ball the way that he did, the way he spaces the floor for the rest of the guys and how he's still just not even just standing around gets people open. Like So I I feel like he's still needed on this team if they're going to play this drive and kick offense because it works. 100%
1: agree, bro. Uh, Harrison Barnes went crazy in that third quarter. It continued in the fourth quarter. We always talk about HB, right? How smooth he is, how how much better he's gotten after the age of 26. There are very few players that actually become really good, and I feel like he's at the point Mm -hmm. where he is really, really good. So what do you do with Harrison Barnes moving forward? Are you going to give him another – contract if this continues Vince and uh if if you do roughly give me some numbers not 36 points but like you know 15 to 17 points a game six rebounds
0: I mean this is the type of production that you need to see like if Luke Walton really is putting the pressure on him to to be aggressive and that doesn't necessarily mean like you said going one-on-one and I'm just going off the post post game show from what Luke Walton said after the game today like if he's going to have Barnes be aggressive and really like make himself known within this offense Barnes is a really consistent and good basketball player he can score on all three levels now is he a one-on-one player no but catch and shoot posting somebody up like yeah I, if you're asking me if they should re-sign him yeah they should definitely re-sign him and if this is the type of production that we're gonna see, obviously not eight three pointers a game, right. <laughs> but if we can get eighteen points per game, fifteen to eighteen points per game, five rebounds and four assists, three to three to five assists, and that defense that he brings, he he's he's solid.
2: Go ahead, Javi. Just you know, piggybacking off him more or less lack like of a better term. Career night, don't make don't hesitate to include that. 36, I put up 35 earlier. Make sure everyone understands, 36, career night for Harrison <laughs> Like, the whole, we got to include him for any deal. No, nah, I'm, I'm keeping Harrison. It's hard to find a three. They're talking about he's too slow to move against other threes. Well, granted, I know the three for the uh, Portland Trailblazers ain't the best, pal. That's even where they play him. But At the end of the day, Harrison had 36. It's like he said, if you know, Vince said, if we can get 18 to 20 out of him, it's a great night. Getting You know, 14 to 17, that's a solid night six to eight rebounds, three to five assists, and playing that defense in the perimeter like he does, you pay, you offer him 25 a year over, Oof. you know, uh well, I'd say, well, okay, my bad. Let me correct that. You offer him 20 a year over four. I'd say 20, uh, 80 million over four. 25 would probably be like the, you know, the the tip of the iceberg. They probably ask for 25. If you can meet the middle again more or less for the same type of contract. I think they're gonna ask for you know 100 over four. But either way, who else would you rather get? He's 27, 28. I mean, what, are you going to go replenish in the draft? Like, I understand, but that's the pro three you want. He might not be the fastest. He might not be the quickest. He might not be the biggest, but he's going to do what you need him to do, especially would, when somebody like De'Aaron shoot two for eight from the three-point line. Would on. you put that's him in a three. Ben
1: Simmons deal today? No. Vince, yes. Yes.
2: Wait, wait,
0: wait, hold on. 1,000%. It no, matter any deal. I'm putting, Bear, I'm putting Harrison <laughs> Barnes <laughs> in a trade for Ben Simmons. Like there's...
2: that doesn't make sense, but again, that doesn't make any sense. But again, that's how you feel. I respect that. If we got like a Daniel House back in a three-way trade, yes. But I'm not gonna just trade him just to put him in the deal to get no small forward back. And I don't say I don't wanna say. Well, Ben Simmons is your small forward. No, you do, ba- you do forward.
0: Barnes, Buddy, and Bagley, and I don't even know if that contract works. And what you're saying, you wouldn't do that package for Ben Simmons
2: his value is not that high right now. His value's at the most. I don't, most, yeah, I don't care about the, the value. Most, we, we
0: know what he does on the court though. I mean, value most because of ever, been of though. The most ever been.
2: You're making, you're making, you're making a, 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 not emotionally, but you're making a spontaneous decision with, without having like, Hey, what happens if one of them get hurt? Like who's going to be able to play in space four as a three, but also play deep in the perimeter. Like don't yeah. say heartless. Don't say, don't say met like, I don't, I don't want to hear Jemias Ramsey right now. I don't want to hear Woodard. I don't, I don't want to hear none of them. Like, you still have to have formal players, if not just to play the game. I'm talking about if you want to win right now. Like if you want to just play, put anybody out there. You're right. Put anybody out there. I'm just saying if you want to change this culture and the narrative to switch, you have to have a Harrison Barnes on team unless you get a solid. How many GMs would
1: take uh, Ben Simmons over Harrison Barnes?
2: Yeah, but you're not talking about just Ben Simmons versus Harrison Barnes. You're talking about Buddy Hill and Marvin Bagley, and Picks. You're talking about all three of those
0: components. I didn't say Picks. I just said I mean, you Even might have
2: to. The pick. You might give up three to for one. The pick. You might doesn't pick. make any like
0: rational sense. You definitely might have to give up. So, the pick so too, who would you I rather
1: think. have, Barnes or or Ben Simmons? Javi? Well, that's a, it's
2: no brainer. But I'm
1: saying not all three. I'm not. Wait, wait, who? Ben?
2: Uh, yes, obviously okay. Ben Simmons. But okay. I'm not giving up the other two with him. I'm not. I mean, you can you can smirk at it, but in the, the day, like I'm just not giving up three for one. Not when his his value, Ben Simmons' value, is at its lowest it's ever been. He just got suspended for a game for not wanting to go through a defensive drill in practice. Not talking yeah, about the change, like, but know, This is practice. Yeah, we're is going practice
0: off of a public na- We're going off yeah. of a public narrative. 100%. Obviously, like Ben Simmons. Then? What?
2: Then why did he get suspended then?
0: It's a public. Obviously, he got then suspended. Why
2: was he, he suspended though?
0: Because he didn't want to go to practice. That's the no, truth. He not do it, the drill
2: because he was refusing. That's not like a public narrative. That's fact. No, but
0: the public narrative of oh his value is this low. He's the reason why he hasn't been traded. Is because he's 22 years old. He's on he's a four-year.
2: He's not 22.
0: Oh, how is he? 23. I'm 25. sorry. He's
2: 25. He's 25. 25. Not 22. He's not 23. He's 25.
0: Okay, 25 years old.
2: 137 million over four years, which for, is a for contract. contract for a guy who can't shoot.
0: I'm just saying, but I mean, you you can talk down how good Ben Simmons is. That I'm not defense. That, that he I'm fact, though. That that defense shooting could be found when talents wins games. That's why they chose. That's why the Lakers chose to get Russell Westbrook. Overtaking the package of everybody than everybody else. Right, I'm not saying that he didn't look horrible last night, but in th- for three quarters they looked amazing.
2: He had so, six points. I, he scored six points. What did he contribute last night? What did Russell Westbrook contribute last night?
0: Six points, eight rebounds, and four assists, or something like and
2: that. He walked to a <laughs> Thompson-less Warriors team. Like it sounds all good and nice, but right. Draymond, I'm telling you this Draymond's right now, is. it's in a
0: heartbeat. There's no debate about it. You you can make it for a today thing, but Ben Simmons for a Harrison Barnes, making Hill a rash decision Bagley
2: to trade Harrison Barnes insane. and a Buddy Hield, Marvin Bagley package for Ben Simmons that's utterly ridiculous. To but say, Marvin has no value though. He is, he's not getting Marvin,
0: Marvin. isn't anything like, like to say Marvin Bagley. Like, Marvin isn't
2: anything like he's a zero. Okay, that's subjective again. <laughs> not subjective. But again, scoffing at the notion and barking. He ain't even going playing to on this he team. Be okay, because that's their choice. They're not trying to lower his value, whatever. Maybe they're not getting along in regards to his actual performance. But he, to say he's nothing—that's highly incorrect. But I'm saying just to, to bark back at the notion that the Kings get three for one—that's a great deal. Like the reason why Ben Simmons is not getting traded is because he is. The reason why he's not getting traded is because people are scoffing at Dero Dur- More saying, "Bro, what are you doing over there? Are you like on?" under controlled substance, you are not getting anything back from what you want. <laughs> what do you right? asked for is highly, <laughs> utterly ridiculous. And you can sit and laugh and the, the day, because is still on the team. Like what what you think all the national reports are all false? Like Ben Simmons should not be a six right now, but because Daryl Moore is being such a uh you know high stake GM in regards to keeping we're talking about an all NBA player hobby. We're talking a about a an all-NBA
1: player. The Kings would never have a shot at an all-NBA player if his value wasn't as low as you say it is. So if he didn't have all these issues, like the Sixers wouldn't even be trading him in the first place. So the fact they, that you even have a chance, but the fact that more. you have... Uh, that, that's irrelevant, though. The fact that you have a chance at an than. all-NBA player at the age of 25, that is... That's one. That's Chris Webber 2.0, by the way, who also oh. didn't want to come to the Kings. That is the type of player you are getting if you go out and get Ben Simmons, period. He is that good of a basketball player. So it's to the benefit. I'll be honest.
0: I don't want to give up Buddy in a, in a Ben Simmons deal because I think Ben Simmons needs the shootings around him. But I would give him up for Ben Simmons. So just the yes, that. I would prefer not to. For sure. But in I a would perfect
2: world, right. You, you prove my point, though. Why you say uh, well for one Chris Weber and Ben Simmons not 2.0. Maybe the, the situation, but the player stylistically game the same. I know oh, you probably didn't mean that. I'm just making sure that's yeah, clear. Right, yes. number two. You keep Harrison Barnes because he is the three-point shooter to some extent that you're gonna lose with Buddy I'm not saying he's the, the 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 equal medium, but I'm saying if you get rid of both of them, you have literally no three-point shooting outside of don't even say don't even say De'Aaron, like Tyrese, maybe like Terrence Davis. Like, you know, what I mean you gotta realize when you get rid of Buddy Hewitt and Marvin Bagley you're going to have to have a three-point component in that starting lineup and just say, well, I'll get rid of the heartbeat. Well, then who's going to shoot the three ball? Who, Tyrese? Don't say De'Aaron because De'Aaron ain't proved it yet. De'Aaron's two for eight tonight from the perimeter. Like, to say, well, why Why not? Because, I don't know, Ben Simmons hasn't shoot, has shot a three, what, three seasons? I mean, that might be a little, you know, of a stretch, but you don't you know try to say he is not a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. He's a point forward that plays the best to not – or worse, superb defense that can rebound and make plays – but he can't shoot the basketball to say, well, shooting can be found. Well, where's he been looking? Because he ain't found it yet. And I don't know I mean, when he's like, going to find it, but I'm going like to bet Harrison ball. Barnes on it. I'm not. going to say, the kids you get a superstar playing Ben Simmons, that's great. But they are at the threshold of getting – they're more desperate than the Kings are. Because every day we watch on any television network regarding sports and basketball, Ben Simmons this, Ben Simmons that, Ben Simmons this, Ben Simmons, this, ben Simmons that. This is not going to end well for anybody. <laughs> hey, Budamore said,
1: I will let my want. girl – Go to get Ben Simmons. That is you know commitment <laughs> to the Sacramento Kings, baby. Not, Let's hey, go.
0: You, hey, you better bring over that girl already because that thing's <laughs> playing for loyal Leo, so stop Leo, it. Leo, Leo, that's
1: Leo, Leo. <laughs> Leo. Hey, that,
2: hey, that's all well and fine. That guy's cool. That's good because that girl ain't Harrison Barnes. So oh, I don't care. that's a good one. <laughs> I don't I don't care. Like, girl don't play basketball first. Did she play small four for us? No. So
1: I don't care. Like, well, technically, te- to correct you, Javi, Harrison Barnes was at his best tonight when he was playing the power forward position, not the small forward position. He is a power forward in today's NBA. He's not a small forward, so okay. stop it. Okay. Stop it. What I'm saying is what I'm it. saying
2: is, what I'm saying is with Ben Simmons, granted, yeah, he might technically be the power forward, but in the offensive stylistic format of the Kings, Ben Simmons is gonna be the drive player and he's gonna be kicking to a player like Harrison Barnes, not the other way around. So you now, let me ask you this. Can
0: I ask, huh? you a different, can I ask you a different trade question then? Because I got a lot of hate for this trade that I said that I would do. <laughs>
1: but
0: but, I, but I, lo- I love the mindset that you you coming out here full throttle. I'll be honest, too, guys. Javi came into this guy, man. He came out here full throttle. I've loved every minute of it, Hey, would you, do, would you do De'Aaron Fox for Ben Simmons?
1: Never. Never.
2: Because something but- that's hard to find Sacramento. And that's one thing, yeah, you said I've been, you know, going a lot because I'm I'm all gas, no brakes, man. Like, And I'll tell you right now, De'Aaron Fox, <laughs> you, might think, hey, you might think it's funny, but De'Aaron Fox is the fastest player in the league. And I'll tell you right now, you can, again, you can you know, talk about the idea and the notion of what I'm saying. And even with De'Aaron, when I'm talking about De'Aaron Fox, but De'Aaron Fox wants to be a king. De'Aaron Fox wants to be in Sacramento and change the culture and the narrative. Most importantly, he wants to change the franchise. You know how invaluable that is, like, to laugh at it? Okay, that's cute. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to stick with Fox. I know right oh, now, me I'm too. Me out. too. <laughs> I am not. I'm, I'm not.
0: I told, I told you I got made fun of for saying that if If you're going to do any deal, if you only want to trade one player and that's it, I mean, you trade Fox. I mean, then you get to keep everything. You get to keep Barnes. You get to keep but Buddy. You get to keep Halliburton. But he's the nucleus. No, I agree. I I mean, I'm I'm I would not, do it. i if, not, if not
2: part of the team for a guy who don't want to be in Philadelphia. They need him more than we need Ben Simmons. Like they want Fox more than we need Benson's. Don't forget, we did win tonight. Like we won. Like I'm not saying the foot of the Sixers the aren't good without Benson's am They have the that headache on us. <laughs> no, what I'm saying, okay, we can again, we can make this a, a, a laughing, you know, so the, I, I respect, but I'm saying in the day, the Sixers are good without him. But what I'm saying is we don't have headaches over here. The same more headache. Well, Marvazic but he's inspiring. Russell, 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 he's a huge he's and headache, and he, and he didn't even, even play. Bet, what I'm saying is, Ben Simmons is $137 million on why they want to get rid of him. Ben Simmons is an All-NBA player. Bagley
1: will never be an All-NBA player play ever. Ever. Marvin Bagley will never be an All-NBA player ever. You don't know that. I do know that. You you he's not going to. Can, are you Are you a mind reader? No, he's I not going work. to. You, can you predict time? He's not going
2: man, to.
1: He's not going to.
2: You don't know that. He's not going to. He's 22 years old. What is he going to be in five years? What, what if what if he becomes Julius Randle? Like, Julius Randle was looked at as like, he would never be an all-star for the Lakers. What happened?
0: Randle, I, what
2: you mean? Eight, all over right? the Knicks.
1: Julius Randle was actually good at the age of he 22 was, and 23. When he was in LA. No, he, he was actually good at that age.
0: He just couldn't play no defense at all.
2: Marvin Bagg can't play no defense. Don't say, but, Marvin Bagg can't shoot per se, but nope. he's not a no, bad interior post player. Like, I mean, he's not the best, but he's not a bad one. Like,
0: he, That's averaged, what I said, yeah. He got better.
1: 14.5%
2: of rebounds, Leo. Like, they'll have the averages three and two. 14.5 and 7.5 in three years. And he's played, what, <laughs> two seasons of basketball?
1: So in total? that that translated to how many wins? But I'm not talking about I'm talking about production. I'm anybody about can, can play. Anybody can average that if you give him 25 minutes a night. Metro can average that if you give him 25 minutes, 25 minutes a night. Metro didn't even play tonight. Right, but if you gave him those minutes, because Marvin was given though Marvin didn't earn those minutes, bro. Stop it. He he hasn't earned his minutes.
2: I I didn't say he earned. Okay, so if you give most players those
1: those minutes, they're probably gonna score
2: fourteen and seven. Probably isn't for sure. I know what he already has. Then that's a for sure thing. It's in the stat book. It's in the stat sheet. It's logged. It's recorded. It's documented. It's history.
0: Like there's no. Do you take into consideration how he got those points? Like. And I'm just I'm legit like like in the fact that's that like a lot of those like like a lot of those games are like garbage 100%. time like facts a hundred percent. Oh my god, like thank you. Like, that's like saying buddy he had a
2: lot of three points made, three pointers made in the Kings. I'm, the Kings I'm down just down asking by, you
0: me. know just
2: huge asking. margins at the end of games, and he was just shoot chucking up threes at the end. Like we're not gonna count what a hundred threes from Buddy in the last three years, like
0: I mean, I mean obviously like if you that's look all, back in history, sort of there's no asterisks to it. But like in present day, we're here to look back not that far, right? It's so like you can think about that and go back and watch it. Where obviously, in like 20 years, we're not gonna be like, man, he averaged 14 seven. He must have not been that bad, right? Because right. like you said, you see it. We've seen that, but like we can go back like a year. Context ago and matters, see that he's buddy. Playing the the end of games, and it's, that's when he's putting up a lot of those numbers or against the second tier players when right. the season's already over and they're arresting their guys getting ready for the playoffs.
1: You know that, hobby. I mean, context matters, brother. You always talk really, about that. Hey, that's really circumstantial. But again, I was- No, it's not. Like, you always talk is. about context ma- matter. And right now, context don't matter? Because that's literally how he got a, a lot of his points. Yeah, in garbage yeah, I time.
2: Have, respect, I want to have him get sent right now with Buddy to get, man. Like don't forget that. Like I'm on that. I'm on that bandwagon. I'm on that. I'm on the high horse. Like let's have that. But you're on the
1: let's make it perfect for the Kings bandwagon, which is unrealistic. Dang
2: right I am? <laughs> you dang, dang right <laughs> I mean, I, am. I sure. mean, like, yeah, hey, for sure. Example. Yeah. Perfect example. Perfect example tonight. How does Buddy Hill not get the continuation? Because the Kings have had the worst luck per se since about 2010. I mean, a- that how was on the floor old though. Oh no, basket side out. How is that not continuation? Because I want everything to go. I want to be greedy because the Kings don't get any luck with anything. <coughs> Nothing at all.
1: Like, okay.
2: Like I don't care. Like That might sound selfish. I don't care. The Kings were best to win 40 games in 2019, and they won 39. Like, come on. Like, You know what I'm saying? Maybe that sounds like less so, than so this. Not-
1: so Luke said, I'm not pleased on, on the defense tonight. I'm not pleased at all with how we play defensively, the details of our defense in the second half. And I get it. That's a tough team to guard. But we have to be better. Damian Lillard had a chance to tie the game up. And on most night, he's going to hit that shot. Would you have fouled, uh, Vince? No. Okay.
0: First off, they should have never even been down by three. Why is it that the refs didn't want to call it when Halliburton gets shoved out of bounds and then they call the CJ McCollum steal? And then on top of that... How is it a how is it a foul on, I think it was like Barnes or something that fouled Norman Powell to get to the free throw line when it was Nurkic that jumped into Tristan Thompson that fell into Terrence Davis that fell into Norman Powell to get the score that low? That was horrible refereeing at the end of that game. But no, I wouldn't have fouled. I mean, there's 11 seconds left. You should have already won that game. I mean, if you're going to shoot a half-court shot, like Paul George said, that's still technically a bad shot, and they were still putting a hand in his face. So,
1: right. No, so no, hey, shout out to Man who uh, gave us some super chat money in there. Shout out to you, brother. But go ahead, Javi.
0: Honestly,
2: officiating tonight was more than suspect. But again,
1: <laughs> it's always a suspect.
2: Uh, I grew Vince. You know, he had made a three from the perimeter all night. So let him, hey, if he's going to tie the game, let him do it now because he ain't made one three the whole night. Literally, Damien missed every three he shot tonight. And me, again, first, like, yeah, that's my, he made 0 of 9, excuse me, he was 0 of 9 before he made that attempt to finally in the game for the Blazers. And like I've said numerous times, ball don't lie. Those calls on the opposite, opposite end rather for us defensively were horrid. And again, you know, whatever happened, it, it saved us in regards to everything coming full circle because the Kings didn't deserve to lose that game. Like you said, Halliburton gets shoved to the bound, not the boundary, excuse me, to the baseline. I think right. Uh, Get shoved to the baseline when that's a foul, but they say turnover. That's utterly ridiculous, but nonetheless, we, you know, digress. And again, the fact of letting Damian shoot, Damian had had, had a bad night, you know, and, and Davion, I'm not saying Davion had not have a good night, but Davion's still getting his feet wet. He's still a rookie, and he still played superb defense for what he was asked to do. He could be better. The Kings defensively were bad in the second half. Yes, right. first half, 39 points allowed. So I think solid first half defensively. Again, it's the first game with Christie. First game with having their whole new set of, you know, uh, interior post players, you know, running three-guard lineup, having Buddy B their backup with Halliburton as a starter. As a known thing, etc., they got the win,
1: and it's hard to win the NBA. How would you uh, describe uh, Tyrese's game tonight, Vince? Uh,
0: I would describe it as he played the role that he needs to play. I, I, I have to go after this, by the way. Okay. I have, uh, I have kids just screaming, and my wife sounds like she needs some help in there. Uh, but it, he played his role. For those of those people that are looking for big stats, I think you're not going to see the stats that you're really going to want to see consistently every single night. I think he's going to be a guy that moves the ball and, and gets everyone in the right spot and plays to his job. Like, like, And Katie said it good. And by the way, shout out to Katie Christensen, man. She killed it tonight uh, nice. at being that play-by-play announcer. She did a great job. Look, he, he, he knows he plays within the game and he, he knows when to pick his spots and he, and he knows how to, you know, be exactly what the team needs him to be at any given moment of the game. And today they needed him to be the facilitator. They needed him to be a guy that pushes the ball and gets to his spot offensively. And I feel like you'll see him be more aggressive on other nights. But tonight it was someone that just needed to move the ball around. He, he played high IQ basketball and I, and I liked him out there. But with that being said, I appreciate All you, right, me. boys. Just, not well, it was okay. good to meet you, but I'm
1: out. All right, me, me and Javi. will will keep this going. Um, All right, man. So, Javi, how would you describe uh, Davion's game tonight? Uh, he only had two points,
2: three rebounds, three assists. But again, it's not like something we're looking at as if his offensive. You know, scoring is something we're not looking for, but we're looking for him to be a defensive stalwart going forward in the future. I feel like he played superb defense for what he's asked to do. He didn't have, like, you know, uh, on-night as the off-night description of his nickname. But, I mean, again, he did what he's asked to do. Granted, McCollum played really well. Damian played so-so, if not lackluster. But, again, it's his first professional game. He didn't look like he was out of sorts. Didn't like he was, you know, uh, in a position where the game was too big for him. Didn't like the game was too fast for him. He played his game. And to say, you only had two points, or like, okay. But was he ever getting dominated or, you know, just uh, outmuskling? Most importantly, was he just getting outplayed by anybody offensively for the Trailblazers? No. He was ha- hanging and holding his own and having – I want you in and playing as a defensive, you know, um, stalwart that's somebody that's in our nucleus of our defensive uh, scheme schematically because we're going to have a three-guard lineup. Most importantly, when I want to have my best defensive lineup out there – whether it's the first quarter, second quarter, most importantly, at the end of the game, you're going to be in there as a 22 year old rookie with a three guard lineup to finish the game. Like, that's just a lot of its so, own, whether it was because Tyrese's mistake or whatever, the missed foul call. And day, uh, Tyrese Halliburton has a year under his belt. Davion has a game under his belt. Like, that's why, again, people think, well, no, I guarantee the Kings are willing, willing right now to offer Davion with Buddy and Marvin Benson was to be a king right now because they don't want to let that go for that salary, for the labor. For the defensive stalwart, the nasty and what he brings, schematically is a defensive player. Most importantly, what he brings just as a would you make girl. that deal? No, I'm not giving up Davion. I'm not giving up none of the guards we have. None of them, not, not none of the bar, none of the guards rather, and not Harrison Barnes. No guards, no Barnes.
1: Not for me. Hey, let's I'm get on. let's get Javi on this uh, on this uh, front office man because he ain't giving up nothing. All right. No guards. Let's get him on. He said no. He said, y'all taking Bagley for for Ben Simmons straight up, man. No, Bagley and Buddy. (laughs) And I'll give you a first-round pick and
2: a swap now because this man Ben Simmons is about to go fight Doc River next time they probably have practice. So the value is going to go lower and lower and lower and get worse and worse. It's like, hey, man, pretty soon you're about to (laughs) offer – man, if you look at it, this might be a little disrespectful to Cuz, but I said – they're gonna say, "Hey, Kyle Guy, you want to get, you know, sign and trade?" Like I know it's not ever gonna happen. <laughs> it's getting to that point. Like I'm telling you, by December, they might not even, you know, we might have each other block Sixers' uh, phone and Ben Simmons' phone. Because I mean, I'm t- like, you got to, try to practice, and I want to be a defensive drill. Like that was intentional. That was premeditated. Like he thought about that.
1: Uh, all right. So, f- final thoughts, Javi. Uh, anything else that we haven't touched on that you thought that was good to point out from today's game? I think
2: that Rashawn Holmes having oh, twenty one right. and eleven
1: with two Beast. rebounds, or
2: excuse me, two assists and having eleven rebounds is somebody that you know two days ago people were like, oh, he's a liability, overpaid. Hey, hey, I got one word for you, in two syllables, or excuse me, in two syllables. Make sure you look at the screen for this. Relax, because <laughs> he's gonna be just fine. <laughs> All right, um, he is a guy. And he, he is our guy. Most he's a king who wants to be in Sacramento as a Sacramento coach. <laughs> so relax, he's fine. And if, if he ever gets tired or needs a little spell, or he even has a little, you know, hiccup or you know, a little nagging, whatever, maybe we got Lynn now, we got Tristan Thompson now, we got Damian, we got Metu. So we're not going to be high and dry if he needs a game or two off, whatever it may be. We're good. There's one thing that we need to consider, but everything <laughs> else I'm happy with. Even if we go and stay with Dona, because his chemistry right now looks good. We got to have second half defense corrected obviously i think we got some jitters and you know sometimes you look at it like hey that is daniel hey that's cj and they got a little bit of the big eyes like uh-oh but don't forget we, we play professional basketball too ladies and gentlemen so don't forget that and we have to win it's hard to win the nba and you know just stop looking at people as if like they're bigger than you because they bleed they sweat they cry and they eat just like you do so don't forget that and you put the time in just like they do and yeah they're all-stars but hey we're we're on that position of coming on the you know come up per se and that it's that time and that's where we're going to go and we're going to Friday night read a ball and we're going to see what's good
1: that's right let me let me answer man's question because I know he's uh, talking about that Uh, oh he said is Marvin Bagley the same as Jabari Parker is Marvin Bagley a poor man's Derek Williams go ahead
2: I don't know. Like, I I just I don't know. He hasn't played enough. I don't know. I mean, Jabari did have a lot of injuries early on in Milwaukee. Um, it it hurts all the way around. I was at the draft party in Sacramento to go to one center when they had it, and I was like Luca, 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 and they just looked at me and said, No, no, no. And now we're here. So like you know, <laughs> I just I just try to believe in it. And again, like Schwartz is really unprofessional, and his father's just you know detriment. Like I said previously in the show. I think his agent himself as well as his father cost him tens of millions of dollars no matter what he does this season. teaching like, why do want to give him a contract of any substantial amount when if anything goes wrong, he's going to post about on Twitter. His dad's going to reach out and lash out. His agent's going to post and make it public. That's just a headache. Like, yeah. you know, we look at the game on Friday. We're going to play the Jazz. Like, can he defend Rudy Gobert? Not a chance. So it's like, you know, it's just. Again, you needed to work on things. Honestly, I'm not saying he did, he did or did not, but I'm saying just accept your role. He doesn't want to accept it. It's like, this is not about you. It's not about me. It's about we, because we're the Kings. We're not a King, Like right? We're trying to make this about, and you got Christie in the fold as a team guy and team warrior most importantly, he knows the operation of using and utilizing a team in every dimension, every facet, most importantly to the highest level. And as long as Christie's here, there ain't going to be no me guys in the Sacramento Kings, I promise you. The first guy to congratulate that team when they won if you watch that film, was Christie going to high five everybody when them, that clock hit triple zero because he knows what it means to be a champion.
1: All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. Kings win 124-121. It was a hell of a night. The Kings are one no. Thank you guys so much. Uh, make sure you subscribe, share, like all those good things. This will be available on iTunes as well, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, we also did a a live post-game show about the Raptors. They didn't look good today, but, you know, they got their own issues that they got to fix. They lost against Bradley B. on the Washington Wizards. First game back in Toronto in 600 days, so that was a big deal. Lots of jitters, Drake was in the house. Hey, man, thank you guys so much and on behalf of the entire CK Basketball Zone family. uh, We thank you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.